you all know my uh, my favorite show of all time is uh, Cheers. And to quote Norm Peterson, some days you're the dog and some days you're the hydrant. And these days with the uh, Omicron news, I think a lot of people feel like the hydrant right now. It's it's been a, It's been a long week. On Wednesday, uh, the province announced it was accelerating when Ontarians could uh, get a booster shot for COVID-19. That's the good news. Uh, it's all because of how serious the Omicron variant has become, of course, which is the bad news. Uh, the province is going to be limiting uh, capacity at large sports venues and concert halls. The federal government is advising against non-essential travel outside of the country. Meantime, you've got uh, you know local public health officials, uh, health officials right across uh, the country suggesting people should uh, scale down their holiday plans. You know, you you want to start the day right with a with a smile, and some days you just have to call a spade a spade, and it sucks. <laughs> uh, the news uh, this week has not been good on the Omicron variant, and I think the big concern for me is as much as Omicron, it's the feeling of 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 Omicron and just people's mental state right now to me that's as big a concern as anything else so um uh, dr marcia sirota is an author speaker coach and psychiatrist uh, she's our go-to on the on these issues and joins us now uh, dr sirota certainly appreciate the time today good morning devin people you know are, are tired of covid they're tired of the pandemic i think they're tired of being cautioned about it they're tired of the evolution of it and they're tired of being tired of it i'm almost more worried about that than Omicron, and I'm not discounting Omicron. Absolutely. And it's, you know, when you say tired of it, it's not like the typical, oh, I'm so tired of this. It's really coming from a place of trauma. You know, we've had so much trauma for the past almost two years, you know, with loss, with death, with fear, with uncertainty, with restrictions, isolations, you know, uh, financial hits. There's so many traumatic experiences that we've been through and just watching what's going on around us, you know, even if it hasn't happened to us directly, we have been traumatized and that can lead to all sorts of different responses and one of them can be apathy and we can stop caring, not because we don't actually care, but because we shut down in the face of all this negativity, all this bad news like you were talking about. What is the danger with apathy? The danger, of course, is that this is a time to care more, not less. So when we stop caring, when we stop caring, we stop taking care of ourselves and we stop protecting those around us. So we're going to be more lax in our masking. We're going to be more lax in our hand washing. We're not going to think about where we're going so much. And we're going to maybe continue with our plans, even in the face of all these warnings about gatherings and, and traveling. So it's going to put everyone at risk because we're, we're so numb after all this pain that we're not going to be doing the right thing. How do we get people to keep their guard up amidst all of this? You know, I think of politicians, health officials, even the media in terms of um, sharing information that people need to know so that people can process it and uh, hopefully make use of it. Sure. I think that we have to see that apathy as a symptom that we're not coping well. You know, it might be fine, oh, it feels so good not to care because I don't worry, I don't feel bad, I don't feel pain. But when you don't care, it, it's dangerous. So we need to see 
not caring or not caring very much or not caring enough as a symptom that we're not coping and we need to talk to somebody about it, either our friend and family member or a clergy member or a coach or a therapist because we need to get some help so that we can deal with whatever pain and hurt and loss and trauma we're facing and uh, and that way we can start to feel our feelings and be appropriate in our responses. It's not obviously appropriate to to worry all the time and be in a panic all the time, but it's equally not appropriate to stop caring at all. How could Omicron impact people over the holidays? Well, I think that everyone is is rethinking their plans. Yesterday I was listening to something about uh, restaurants and how all the people are canceling their, their holiday plans, which is appropriate. I mean, it's very sad for the restaurant industry, but it is appropriate. So I think people are really starting to think about, am I going to go take that trip? Am I going to meet with my loved ones in a restaurant? And I'm, am I going to go to that concert or that big sports event? You know, I think we have to seriously rethink things and remember that, yes, it's very disappointing, but it's just, you know, one more holiday season and there will be plenty of them to come. We just need to make a few more sacrifices. You know, we're, we're heading toward the home stretch. This is, you know, quite a, uh, you know, an interruption on the way to the home stretch, but we are heading toward the home stretch and we have to just try to tolerate the disappointment and the frustration and the loss and keep going and keep being positive and know that there is an end in sight if we remain vigilant, if we stay careful, if we do all the things we need to do. So it's not the time to drop our guard. It's not the time to stop caring. It's the time to, you know, be that much more vigilant so that we can get through it quickly and, uh, you know, get to the other side and get back to life. This is the uh, time of year when uh, people maybe start to think about any sort of New Year's resolutions they want to make. And usually we think about it in terms of maybe physical health. I think maybe mental health is more uh, the focus for a lot of people. I mean, what can people do even as they go through the holidays, but even think maybe to after the holidays, just in terms of being in the right frame of mind so that they can take all that 2022 is going to give us? I think that one of the things that trauma does to us is it makes us uh, shut down and regress. So it, we, we become less of our best selves and more of our kind of primitive self. So when we have been so traumatized, it's really important to try to find those best qualities in ourselves. So I think a really good New Year's resolution is to be kind to ourselves and, you know, patient and understanding with ourselves and our own process, but also kind to others and really think about the people around us, our, not just our loved ones, but our community, because every behavior we do, every action we take has a very profound impact on our community. And then, of course, that feeds back to us. So a healthy community creates healthy individuals. So healthy individuals create healthy community, and it's that feedback loop. So we want to be kind. I think that's the best New Year's re- resolution so we can take better care of ourselves, be more available to our loved ones, but also make a positive impact on our community and create a better world for ourselves moving forward. You know, we, we can re- regress and become more selfish and more insular in the face of all this pain and suffering, or we can let it um, bring out the best in us and, and rise up to be better individuals, better community members, more loving, more kind, more tolerant of one another. And I think that would be a wonderful legacy of this very difficult time. That's good advice. Uh, Dr. Sirota, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Devin. That's Dr. Marcia Sirota, author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist.